Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day today, and thank you again for the emails and the support of Health Masters. Getting a lot of just you know encouragement emails and, and emails from customers and friends and everything about getting this risk back on track so i appreciate the support on that i really do and if you guys need anything you know where to get a hold of us healthmasters.com you can email us or call us here if you need anything and be sure to check out the product of the week that just won yesterday the b complex our methylated b vitamin formula very very popular one of our top selling products really helps out with energy immune function stress response cardiovascular health a list of different things because remember b vitamins are water soluble they do not build up long term in the body like say something uh, d3 does b vitamins have to be constantly added to the body in order to maintain elevated high healthy levels of b vitamins in the body so just be sure to check those out healthmasters.com and in an interesting article now, and this is a big deal. This is a very important article. I'm bringing this up because it's showing everybody that people have the ability and the right to push back and say no to what's happening in a lot of these hospitals. A judge found Virginia's Foycure Hospital in contempt of court on Tuesday in a lawsuit filed on behalf of a COVID-19 patient who is denied being prescribed ivermectin. The hospital said Tuesday that it is complying with the court order. Christopher Davis told the Times that two doses of ivermectin generally used are being given to the woman at 8.45, and the Epoch Times also contacted the hospital for comment. It came after the Judge James of the 20th Judicial Court of Virginia signed an order Monday fighting the hospital in contempt of court, and I quote, for needlessly interposing requirements that stand in the way of the patient's desired physician administering drugs as part of the Health Care Decisions Act and the Federal and State Right to Try Act. Furthermore, given the gravity of the hand, the hospital has to pay $10,000 per day retroactive fine for the court's injunction order Filing, meaning each day the hospital did not prescribe ivermectin to Davies. They'll have to pay the fine until the order relief has been accomplished. Essentially what happened was Davies was put on a ventilator, horrific COVID symptoms. They refused to treat her with vitamin C. They refused to treat her with ivermectin. They refused to treat her with any type of nutrients. They simply wanted to go the medical approach. And the doctor's family physician prescribed ivermectin to the woman, but the hospital refused to administer the drug, citing medical and legal concerns. The woman's family took legal action and filed a complaint to compel the hospital to treat her with the drug, and she is now doing better, allegedly, from what I'm hearing. She was on her deathbed. They said any kind of negative repercussions from ivermectin are null and void. This is insane, and this is exactly what has been so frustrating Dad brought it up yesterday, and we've talked about it before, and it's an irritating fact. When you see friends that get into the hospital, and the hospitals now have turned into almost prison systems, and some of the hospitals, not all of them, some of the, some of the hospitals are really good still, but some of them have turned into prison systems where they know ivermectin is killing patients. Or excuse me, not ivermectin. They know remdesivir is killing patients, and they know ivermectin is helping a lot of them recover, especially when they stack it with zinc, quercetin, and vitamin C, but yet they refuse to give it because the standard care now 
is remdesivir as soon as you go in the hospital with any COVID symptoms, which is insane considering that was an emergency use drug. Again, it got emergency use approval and has not been long-term tested whatsoever. In fact, in the short research testing that it had, they had to pull a huge percentage of the clinical participants out of the trials because they were having such severe organ failure. And we've talked about this in detail, and you can look up more on remdesivir online and on our website at healthmasters.com on how dangerous that is. And I told you guys yesterday, I said, this is something that's been unprecedented in this country now with the medical establishment and the FDA, and that these drugs and vaccines, allegedly, I'm not even vaccines, they're gene therapy, and these COVID pills, all of which are having debilitating side effects in trials and in what we've seen now just out in the general population, and yet they were given emergency use when there was no need for an emergency use because a lot of the nutrients and a lot of the drugs like ivermectin along with quercetin, zinc, and D3 and C were shown very clearly to help a lot of people recover even when they were used in hospital conditions. Remember the one doctor up in New York, they censored him. He treated like 100 patients at the beginning phase of COVID with intravenous vitamin C. He said he did not have one single death in his small hospital that he was running with everybody he treated with intravenous vitamin C, and they all recovered. Imagine that. Imagine that topic. So, again, this is why it's so important to get the truth out there. And, again, I commend this family for standing their ground on this and getting the courts involved. It's sad that we've had to go to this level now. It really is kind of sad. But I'm glad to see they were phenomenal enough, and they said, okay, listen, we're good. We're not going to listen to this. We're not going to watch our loved ones die. We're getting basically the court to file an injunction against them, which I didn't – this is one of the first cases I've actually heard about this. So very big deal. Also, too, in other news down here in Florida, this is another very positive win, and this primarily is, well, because we have a good governor, but also, too, because – He has been listening to the voice of the people, and the people have said very clearly, we will not and we are not going to tolerate critical race theory and transgender studies and all these other nonsense. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis introduced legislation on Wednesday to crack down on the teaching of critical race theory and woke ideology in schools and places of employment, urging that his state will not tolerate the elite-driven phenomenon of cultural Marxism. That's one of the first times I've heard a governor use the term cultural Marxism. If you guys recall back in April when we went to the school board to basically stand up for all the kids that were being forced to wear masks and they ended up giving, you know, pulling the mandate down, dad went into detail on cultural Marxism. And it's interesting to me now that we're now having the governor of Florida actually bring this up in press conferences and discussing it in detail that this will not be tolerated. This is a very big deal, guys. The bill called the Stop Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees Act, the Stop Woke Act, DeSantis noted, we want all of our students to understand why our country was founded, what were some of the key ideas that made us different, and we do not come from the government. The governor continued. The governor continued. I think we see now the rise of this woke ideology is an attempt 
to delegitimize our history and delegitimize our institutions. And I view this wokeness as cultural Marxism, and it will not be tolerated. This critical race theory wants to tear the fabric of our society and our culture and take them for granted, like the ability of parents to direct the upbringing of our children. This is militant form of leftism. The legislation will provide parents a private right of action to enforce prohibition of the teaching of critical race theory and other topics they do not want their children being taught and to recover attorney fees if they are successful. Labeling CRT as state-sanctioned racism and indoctrination. This will not be tolerated in the state of Florida, he said. So again, I don't know how far they're going to be able to push this, considering how strong the parents have become now in the state of Florida. I'm hoping that this is going to go far, and I will have a lot of support behind this, and I will be backing this, and I'll be encouraging a lot of parents to continue to be vocal about their beliefs. But bravo, I have to give an applause to DeSantis for calling out cultural Marxism by name and talking about it and not tolerating it in the state of Florida. What do you think, Dan? You know, I don't understand DeSantis. I really don't. I like the guy. I really like the guy. I would love to see him as president. And he's the only person in political office, Austin, I've ever heard call out cultural Marxism. Maybe Ronald Reagan did with some of his earlier speeches before they shot him when he was running for president. But most of the time, the news is going to censor that because the news system in the United States is part of the cultural Marxism. That's the part that we need to understand, that this whole thing's been embedded inside of the university systems for so long now in the training of these newscasters that they all basically embrace it, whether they even know what it's called or not. I remember when I was doing that thing at the school board back in April, and it was interesting because, you know, of course, the school board, my our video was taken down within, you know, with I think it was seven or eight minutes from YouTube. And, it, and Michael Barrett, our good friend, pushed YouTube and said, wait a minute, the county's leaving it up. Why are you leaving theirs up and not leaving this up? And they put it back up again. But it already lost its momentum because it was going viral. But the crazy part about it is, is that we have to tell the people the truth. And if you understand this is a Kabbalist movement, now DeSantis hasn't gone that far yet. He's got to be careful not to step on his uh Jewish friends with his menorah and all the things he does is promoting Israel. And he hasn't gone into the fact that what's going on in Israel being the number one homosexual destination in the world. And he's not talking about that these, you know, Israeli, you know, <laughs> Costa Nostra, you know, this giant mafiosa group in a non-extradition country kind of runs the planet through organized crime and basically betting and all the other things they're involved in. And so Vegas to see that. But, you know, it's just what, it's what's going on. And then people like Urban Meyer now have gotten the people mad with you in the NFL. And don't get me wrong, Urban Meyer is a big mouth. And he says a lot of stupid stuff and does a lot of stupid stuff. Now, the Jaguars have kicked him loose after less than a year. And, of course, he's got a horrible season. But the reality is is that, you know, the NFL is pretty controlled. It really is. You've got players' unions. You've got the Costa Nostra <laughs> making sure the points get shaved right as far as I'm concerned. And all the other groups that control these point spreads and everything else in the NFL. So I don't watch NFL football anymore. I can't stomach it. Now, I did watch one of the Tom Brady games this year uh, because I just really wanted to see, you know, an old athlete, which really he isn't old, but he's old for the NFL, show his skill set, which is phenomenal. But then again, you got to think about his wife, Giselle Muchen, who's an admitted witch. And, and you got to stop and you got to go, what? And I see this is the group. In fact, there was a really good article this week, and I posted it on the Fed. It's from The Federalist. And basically what it says is how witch talk lets kids dabble in the occult from their phones. 
says, although lip syncing and synchronized dancing and comedic skits tend to catch the more, most attention on TikTok, another form of art is gaining popularity. They're calling it art, and it's called witchcraft. Last month, the Washington Post even ran a feature piece taking readers inside the life of a teenage witch from spell casting to podcasting. And we're seeing a lot of this now. This is going viral because these witches, in fact, they don't even realize what they're getting themselves into. A lot of these kids are Christians or were Christians, maybe still are Christians, but doing stupid things. They're getting involved in it. And people need to stop for one second and think for this for a second. You know, years ago, we were in uh, Kenya. We were in Nairobi, and we were at a place called Giraffe Manor. It's a 100-acre it's a, it's a giraffe rehabilitation center for giraffes that have been injured outside of Nairobi. Uh, you know, and it's a beautiful place. It has an old English manor there. And if you ever get a chance to go to Africa and go to Kenya and go there, it's worth the money. It's a little pricey, but it's worth the money. Well, that morning we got up, you know, to basically have breakfast, and this giraffe stuck its head in the window of the doggone breakfast room and started eating from the table. It had been trained to do that. Then we walked to the front door, and another giraffe waiting at the front door barges its head and sticks its head inside the front door. Kid you not, we got photos. I'll have Sharon post them on her ST Brower account. But what's interesting about this is that's the way sin is, and that's the way evil is. You open the door for it, and it comes in. You were probably wondering how I was going to segue the giraffe story to this. That's what I was going to tell you, is you've got to be careful when you open doors. And I'm here to tell you guys, I've told you this, and I've recommended this, and I've asked you this, and I've been so clear about all this over the years. You can't open the door to the occult. There's very there's certain things like you can't read, like Harry Potter. Just to let you know that, which, of course, that me telling everybody not to read it didn't help. Things sold millions of books. But the reality is, is you don't need those real incantations and spells opening occult windows and doors in your house. Your children don't need to read them. I mean, whenever my kids would show up with something like that and somebody would give them, I would immediately take it to the trash receptacle outside of the house. And, in fact, sometimes I took it off property and dumped it in a dumpster because I didn't even want it around. So it's so important that we get this. Be careful what your kids look at the Internet. First of all, you got all the pornography, which is awful. Then you got the TikTok stuff, which most of that's awful. And then you got all these different things that these kids do all the time, which, you know, as far as hookup sites, like the prime minister of New Zealand, you can look it up. The other day, she inferred by one of her comments that we could have groups of 25 or more people basically in homes again. And she was specifically talking about orgies. That's the prime minister of New Zealand. And you think, what the heck? Talking about orgies? Yeah. And so this is the group. Remember Paul said in the New Testament over and over again, don't go to orgies. This is part of their satanic worship. This is what they do. And you think, well, this, this sounds awful that they're actually involved in this. Well, I know that. I know it sounds awful because that's what they do. And there's a lot of people that are involved in wife swapping and all kinds of other weird stuff now. Now, they can repent and get saved and accept Christ. They can do all of that stuff. But the reality is, is that stuff's out there. Don't open the door to it. In New Zealand, I feel sorry for them. This this wicked, probably witch prime minister they've got that basically wants every single person either arrested or put into a concentration camp or injected in New Zealand is now advocating orgies of up to 2,520, I'm sorry, 25 people again. And that's the same thing we saw in the movie Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise with Stanley Kubrick. This is what these sick, weirdo perverts are into because it's part of their Satan worship. And we need to get that. And this is all brought to us by the Kabbalists who at the highest levels are the international banking cartels and their leadership, like Klaus Schwab, 
but it goes above that. It goes to the wizards and the warlocks above that, and then right to Lucifer as far as part of their worship to the ancient Canaanite religions. Now, let me give you an example here. There's a really good researcher. His name is German. His name, he's German. His name is Ernst Wolf, and he did a lot of research as far as on the banking cartels. And, and here's what he found. He said there's a hidden alliance of political and corporate leaders that exploiting the pandemic with the aim of crashing national economies, introducing digital currency. Wolf has been researching the history of Klaus Schwab, who's a hardcore Kabbalist Luciferian, who's one of the front people for the cabal that runs the planet, the Canaanite religions, and the World Economic Forum. And he's found that a very fundamental piece of their criminal puzzle, the Young Global Leader School, this is there to train these Kabbalists, bankers, established and managed by Klaus Schwab. The World Economic Forum, originally called the European Management Forum, brought together 31 nations at its first meeting in 1971, which is like, you know, we're talking 50 years ago. And it's currently funded by over 1,000 multinational corporations, all controlled by BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, the Bloodline families, and the Sassoons. Klaus Schwab hadn't really accomplished much in economics. His father made weapons for the Nazis. He is trained under Henry Kissinger, Klaus Schwab was, at the Harvard Business School, in which he likely tapped into the face of the World Economic Forum. In 1992, Klaus Schwab established the Global Leaders for Tomorrow School, which was reestablished as the Young Global Leaders in 2004. Attendees must officially apply for admission and be selected. They have to be the who's who of secret societies, I guess, and the who's who of cultural Marxism. Alumni of the school's very first class include Angela Merkel, Nicholas Sarkowski, and Tony Blair. Other attendees include the Prime Minister of New Zealand, also Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. There's no surprise here with that Jeff Bezos clown because he's another front guy for Amazon. The Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacina Ardern, the President of France, Emmanuel Macron, Governor of California, Gavin Newsom, and the U.S. Secretary of Transportation, Pete Budick. Other attendees from the Young Global Leaders include Virgin Atlantic's Richard Branson, the Clinton Foundation's Chelsea Clinton, and BlackRock's lowlife Larry, Larry Fink. Approximately 1,300 of these global leaders have attended the school from North America to Asia to Africa to South America, most of whom are all pushing the same criminal lockdowns and the deadly experimental vaccines to reduce the population of the planet for maximum kill rates. They also claw, include these foot shoulders are also out of the angry world that Klaus Schwab talked about as masculine bringing a new world system. Remember, Klaus Schwab said, by November this year, everybody would be extremely angry and we'll have people rioting in the streets and we'll have to bring in our new order. Well, he missed it with November, but we'll see what happens next November. You know, by, in August 2012, Klaus Schwab began the Global Shapers community. This is grimmed an army of 10,000 young people to be the next group of saboteurs around the world, including holding meetings in 400 cities nationwide. This is all what Austin talked about, cultural Marxism. The English blogger Jamie Jessup paraphrases Wolf this way. The nightmare is the greatest opportunity humanity has ever had to wake up in mass and to change things for the better. This is what Klaus Schwab is saying. He's paraphrasing it. To finally rid ourselves of the elite psychopaths who have governed our lives for too far. She's rephrasing it. What we must do now is not to allow them to provoke civil war and widespread violent trait rioting. That's what they want. Chaos and disorder so they can impose their own upon us. We need to resist them peacefully and in huge numbers using non-compliance as our weapon, even though they will attempt the violent repression of dissenters. Guys, listen to me. We all have to rewrite their narrative and say we're not going to allow them to do this to us. 
And here's the problem that nobody wants to talk about. Jesus Christ already rewrote that narrative 2,000 years ago. It was the same group of – they weren't called Kabbalists then. Back then they were basically worshippers of Baal, Einsof, and you know, and all the rest of the sickos that they had out there as far as what they were doing. That was the group that was running the planet back then, and Jesus came in and defeated them. He defeated both death, hell, and the grave. And so he gave us a quote-unquote free world through Jesus Christ through Christianity, which the Catholic Church took over and promptly corrupted. And Martin Luther basically did the same thing. He said, we can't do this. we got to go back to the fundamental basis of Jesus and start over yet. But these Kabbalists weren't done yet. They then infiltrated the churches with their Masonic lackeys and their high-level benign breath and all of, this, all of their <laughs> Kabbalist Luciferian, how should I say, rabbis that have come into the churches now to promote the rebuilding of a third temple. You can't even make this stuff up. And so we have to realize that pretty much – the bankers are running the world and have done for a long time. In fact, I've posted on the website, All Wars Are Banker Wars by Michael Riviero. And I want you guys to read this. It's probably one of the absolute best booklets you're ever going to read. And it talks about King George's Currency Act, what happened with the revolution in the United States. It goes into detail who's running it. It actually has photographs of the actual documents that were being used. And it's basically the refusal of King George III to allow the colonies to operate under an honest money system, which freed the ordinary man from the clutches of money manipulators, was probably the prime cause of the revolution against England. That's a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Now, I don't have a high regard for Benjamin Franklin because he's also involved with the Hellfire Club, but he wanted to basically free the United States from the tyranny of the international banking cartels. And this goes into detail on all of the people that were assassinated trying to force the Federal Bank into the Federal Reserve Bank into the United States. It's very important that we understand the history of this. This is only like a little 20-page booklet. You guys can read it in a little bit, and you get a whole understanding in fact, I've sent it to multiple people out there. They've all said, oh, wow, this is excellent, excellent, excellent. It is posted in the news section. It says all bankers, all wars are bankers' wars in yesterday's news feed at the healthmasters.com website. So you don't have to try to look it up. You just pop on the link and then put it in your thing and send it to everybody so everybody understands who's doing this. This is the Klaus Schwab's. This is the Rothschilds. This is State Street, Black Rocket Vanguard. And when you finally see it and the picture becomes very clear to you, you begin to understand very quickly what a mess it is now one thing i want also to talk about here next is this yesterday we had one of our suppliers who manufactures supplements for us they contacted us and they told us that the nac the n-acetylcysteine was pretty much backordered nationwide and that they didn't know when they were going to get any more in now we've got some of this still in stock i'm not going to restrict the amount you can buy on it it's very important to mitigate damage from spike proteins according to the one journal circulation and basically that in the HGH stimulate, which is basically a nitric oxide supplement, helps to maintain elasticity in the blood vessels. But I'm telling you guys, the NAC is absolutely crucial. You need to keep a few bottles of this in stock in case you ever come down or get exposed to the COVID. Remember last year, I started having shortness of breath back in March. It happened once when I got the COVID the first time. It happened again in August when I got it the second time. And both times I used the NAC. It's really an important product. And the FDA is doing everything it can to still to basically backorder it or to make it disappear. They're having a difficult time with it because there's so many products and it's an amino acid. But the reality is this, is it's a critical product to have on hand. We talked about those critical products yesterday. And we basically contacted the manufacturer and we bought the remaining stock they had yesterday as far as the raw materials to manufacture our product. So 
after that, I don't know if we're going to get it anymore. So I want to give you guys a heads up. No restriction on it right now. We'll probably have to start restricting it in a couple of weeks. But guys, listen to me. It's the same thing I told you yesterday. Vitamin C, the NAC, the nitric oxide, the potassium iodide, the zinc, the D3K2. All those are important staples. Even if you don't take them very often, you can take them on an occasional basis and have them available for you in the event that you get sick with something. Really, really important. Austin, what do you think about this NAC, and do you think you're going to be able to get some more in, or what do you think we should do with this? Absolutely. Yeah, as I told you yesterday, I was, I was on the phone, and the, um, the suppliers told me repeatedly that, you know, obviously there are shortages on a lot of different raw ingredients. Now, we've been doing the best we can to mitigate a lot of those shortages by intentionally stockpiling stuff. You guys remember we did this last year as well to try to make sure we had adequate inventory for all of our customers and Health Masters family because you guys got to remember, it's not just the products we're shipping to other countries and we're getting products to Australia and to Europe and all across this country and to Canada and stuff. We also have a lot of local people that rely on us for this stuff. And so we do the best we can to take care of everybody. I had another email from a customer yesterday and they said, man, I'm so excited that I was able to get my stuff into Australia. I told you guys that Australia is basically uh, USPS is no longer sending like priority express mail or anything to Australia. Well, we figured out a way around it with a different carrier, and we're now successfully getting packages to Australia right now. And we've had multiple customers that have emailed me and said, dude, thank you so much. I'm getting the products here. And from what I'm being told, and again, I'm not in Australia, but what I'm being told, there are certain areas of Australia now, they are not letting you buy supplements. They're essentially blocking stuff from coming in as far as in bulk to stores. That's why there's a lot of customers that have been coming to us now from Australia, and we're shipping stuff to them successfully, including primarily the NAC and the D3. Those two, for some odd reason, are very, very restricted in Australia right now. They're saying that you don't need any type of D3 more than like 600 IUs per capsule. Just, just stupid, arbitrary numbers that don't even have any legitimate meaning. D3 is unbelievably crucial for the immune system and the macrophage. We talked about it in detail. And this is the problem. When you start allowing an out-of-control, overreaching government to tell you what you can and can't do to take care of your body, but yet you can buy copious amounts of alcohol unfettered. You can go buy tobacco products as much as you want, smoke yourself till you've got lung cancer, and you can go all these different things, and it's totally fine. That's your choice. But then all of a sudden you want to take a nutraceutical supplement that has been shown for decades to have very, very good therapeutic you know, benefits for maintaining a healthy immune system. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that. No, no, you can't. You can't take those supplements. Go, go back to the liquor store. Go buy a fifth of Jack Daniels. You can drink that and black out. That's fine. But you can't take vitamin C and D3. That's that. That's unacceptable, guys. That is a clear cut indication that tyranny has awoken in that country, and they're doing everything they can to control, restrict, and dominate the populace. And this all comes down to exactly what Dad said. It's the bankers that are doing this right now. They're controlling the shortages. They're the ones that are basically intentionally pushing to have people fired in these businesses, even though OSHA has pretty much given up on their mandate. This is why we're seeing shortages and parts shortages of all these manufacturers. And again, I've told you, the vehicle manufacturing shortages 
shortage is not because they simply can't get parts. It's because they're slowing down the velocity of the vehicles being produced because they want to roll everything into EV by 2025. That's where they're going with this. They don't need all these gasoline and diesel-powered engines on the road when they want to have everything EV. Remember, they are to give you huge incentives and tax breaks in a lot of states to go buy these stupid cars. They have full, total access and monitoring of these vehicles, including being able to shut them off in a whim. Now, a lot of the newer vehicles have OnStar and stuff. They can still log in and do that. But you start going back to, like, you know, the 80s and even a lot of the 90s vehicles, you're pretty much self-sufficient. One of my buddies, I came by and showed it to me the other day. He bought himself a 1986 Cream Puff Suburban. This is like a one-owner. Guy had it in his shop for his entire life. The guy ended up dying. His family ended up selling it. And my buddy bought it from the family. And, I mean, this thing is mint on the inside. Outside's really good. It needs a few little things touched up. But for that old of a vehicle, and it's interesting. I was looking at it. It's got this V8 in it. And I popped the hood. I'm looking. I'm like, golly, this thing's simplistic. And he's like, yeah, I know. I said, it's crazy. You pop the hood on any new vehicle now, and it's like even if you pull the plastic off of it, it's like where do you start? you got emissions on emissions on more emissions that run into more emissions that then go through more emissions. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so simplistic. He's like, yeah. He's like, and even this vehicle, he goes, if I do a little bit of work here and there to it, he's like, I can probably have this vehicle hardened depending on what I build and basically encase stuff in here. And I said, yeah, yes, you probably can. This is one of those vehicles that you, know, you can simply just load up with fuel cans in the back, load it with gear and just ride out. And that's what they do not want people having the ability to do is travel freely unmolested on your way, even though that is our God-given right. They don't want people having the right to take nutraceutical supplements and learn the truth about supplements. Why do you think YouTube pulls anything down when it gets brought up about nutrients and supplements and vitamin D and health and exercise and sunshine, anything you say on YouTube will immediately get you pulled down if you don't talk about pro-vaccine and pro-drugs, period. They're, they're the Gestapo propaganda force of the pharmaceutical industrial complex right beside CNN and all the other mainstream media outlets. It's very clear once you start breaking it down and realizing what these companies and businesses all do, and they're all interconnected, and they're all run by the same people, and it is the bankers. This is one of the main reasons why, if you guys do the research, and people used to always say, oh, it's conspiracy theory. No, if you read enough evidence, you'll find out very clearly why the Titanic was sunk. And why individuals like Jacob Astor and Isa Strauss and Benjamin Guggenheim, they were all on the boat when it happened. And all of them were diametrically opposed and very, very wealthy, I might add, and had a very big platform at that point in time in history that they did not want the Fed being instilled. Remember, J.P. Morgan, yes, the J.P. Morgan, funded and built the Titanic. J.P. Morgan canceled at the last second along with his friend Milton Hershey. They had no red flares on the Titanic. They only had white flares, which were parties. They did not have near enough lifeboats. It was also the first ship to be able to seal decks electromagnetically, which would seal people below deck. Captain Edward Smith was the most decorated captain at his time and would have never done that out of character and violated all those precautions and running through an iceberg field in the night in the middle of the cold, in the fog, at full steam. Never would have done it. Would have been creepy. But again, they tell you it was all accident. It was all happenstance. And Jacob Astor and Isis Strauss and Benjamin Guggenheim, they all died. 
They all went to the bottom of the ocean that night. Some of the richest men in the world at the time. And ironically enough, <laughs> the Federal Reserve was formed the very next year. The banker boys start the wars. They control the money. When they control the money, they can control everything. And that is why you have to expose them. Are we going to be able to go in and get the Federal Reserve out of the United States? Probably not. I'll be honest with you. It's got its tentacles so wrapped up in the economy. If we even attempted to do a true governmental overthrow of the Federal Reserve, if we got somebody in like Ron Paul or we got somebody in like DeSantis and they actually went in and tried to audit the Fed which Ron Paul and Rand Paul have both tried to do, and immediately, as soon as there's even a beginning phase of the audit, they shut their books and say, oh, by the way, we're an independent bank. We do not answer to Congress. We do whatever we want, and we're no longer being audited because they found trillions of dollars in discrepancies on the balance sheets, if you guys remember that, years ago. Oh, yeah, nobody talks about that. The Federal Reserve does whatever the heck they want. (laughs) That is very, very clear, and that is why they should be completely disbanded. But again, the bankers, when they control it, they control it. Now, also, too, in other news, I told you guys yesterday, I found it extremely odd about the monster tornado that popped up out of nowhere and basically knocked out the chicken farming, knocked out the grain silos, that knocked out all this stuff over in Kentucky. Very out of ordinary for a monster tornado in the middle of December to wreck through Kentucky. Well, now, all of a sudden... Kansas is a little bit more prone to this, and Oklahoma as well. But they're now saying, and my condolences go to the families, there's a lot of stuff going on there right now. They're saying that life-threatening weather is wreaking havoc on up to 100 million people across the Midwest right now. At least 300,000 are completely without power after the dust storm barreled through Kansas. 107-mile-per-hour winds toppled trailers in Colorado, and tornadoes touched down in six other states. It came amid record high temperatures for December, just days after dozens of powerful tornadoes swept through the area, flattening homes and businesses. This is very, very strange, my friends, to see this type of weather in Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, Kentucky, all right around the same time, all with very strange record temperatures, all at the time when we're seeing huge inflationary rates on food, and animal and meat products, and at the same time, this area is getting hit unbelievably hard repeatedly out there out of nowhere, and now we're seeing, again, more and more critical areas damaged, more and more crops damaged, more and more transport, trailers flipped, trashed, everything. What do you think is going to happen with this? That's what I told everybody. It's that time now to make sure you have any type of backup reserves you need on deck at all times. You know, when I was up in North Carolina for a little bit, it was very interesting because up there, you know, you can't just run right to the store next door. They don't have a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General in every corner store like they do down here in Florida, which just drives me up the wall. But anyways, people actually have to be self-sufficient up there. You actually have to have supplies. You actually have to have gear. You actually have to have stuff to keep you warm. <laughs> found that out. I brought warm weather clothes with me, so I did fine. But I found it interesting because down here in Florida, you know, pretty much for the most part in Florida, you can wear tank tops, shorts, and flip-flops pretty much year-round. Honestly, you know, a couple times out of the year, like three or four days, you know, it may reach down to like a frigid 40 or 50, and then you got to put jeans on. But for the most part, you can wear tank top and shorts and flip-flops pretty much any time you want down here. North Carolina, not so much. I and mean, they have something up there that's interesting. I told you guys I found out firsthand. They have something called ice. Yeah, really crazy stuff. 
on blacktops called black ice, real slippery. <laughs> so again, me being sarcastic and joking about that, though, it really is important that you have adequate preparations and the gear you need for the environment you're in, including backup food and backup water and have those things stored up because I promise you, I can tell you one thing right now is a guarantee. None of this stuff is going to get cheaper in the near future with the rates we're seeing right now and the inflationary rates we're seeing right now and the crazy weather out of nowhere now out in the Midwest that is destroying huge swaths of agriculture and animals out there out of nowhere. And in my opinion, I told you guys yesterday, it's again my opinion, I don't know what's going on with this weather, but I do know one thing. Weather warfare and weather modification manipulation is a very real thing. The Air Force has admitted to it. They've worked on it since Vietnam. It is not an idea that's basically a conspiracy theory. It is a fact. Just throw that out there. You do your own research on it. What do you think, Ted? A book you need to read. I mentioned it, I think, yesterday. Angels Don't Play This Harp. Harp, H-A-R-P. Angels Don't Play This Harp by Nick Benichek. And basically he's talking about what's happened in in Alaska with this giant facility up there that basically causes ionospheric heating and direct currents of air and heats up the atmosphere and does massive weather change. Combining that with geoengineering by the use of, how should I, chemical sprays and aluminum barium in the air, they can pretty much direct and guide any weather system they want and have been able to do so for decades. And the patents are out there. But again, people don't want to believe this stuff because it's too hard to believe. You know, it's interesting to me. Every once in a while, I'll get somebody who's got a really good education, and I'll try to talk to them about this. And 90% of the time, they don't want to know the truth because most of these people are professionals. They're PhDs. They're doctors. They're university professors, et cetera. And when you start telling them the truth of what's really going on, it messes with them because of normalcy bias. They start thinking, I really don't want to know this pretty much subconsciously. What they're saying, they don't know this, but I do, is I want to stay in the matrix. I want to stay plugged up. My life is pretty good, and I don't want it to be any worse. I like it the way it is, and I don't want to have a problem you know, with the government or with anybody, so I'm going to ignore everything. You see it all the time. You know, Trump was on TV the other night. You know, he's the one who brought us Operation Warp Speed. He's the one who brought us the kill shot. He's the one who's still telling everybody to take the kill shot because he, again, is a complete and total clown show. All right. Donald Trump is basically a he's not I don't even believe he's a billionaire between me and you guys, unless they've made him one since he was president. I think it's all paper. It just I don't think it's even real. I think his when you look at his balance sheets, I mean, he remember they were going to release his uh, tax returns year after year. and They never released anything. They're not going to release anything like just the same thing. You know, they found out Jeff Epstein wasn't a billionaire, but Trump was booed for saying that he would not investigate Hunter Biden. Wait a minute. The guy who's raped all of these young girls. He says, I don't want to hurt a family, Trump said. He got booed for this. Former President Donald Trump, whose whose daughter is a hardcore Kabbalist, whose first wife helped Ghislaine Maxwell to find people for (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein, surprised fans Sunday by declining to investigate a scandal-prone presidential son, Hunter Biden, in a hypothetical second term. Despite his past interest in investigating President Joe Biden's family being the catalyst for his first impeachment, that's a complete and total lie, by the way. He has no interest. He did not even fight to stay in office. They've got so much trash on this guy, they don't want – there's no way. Remember, Ghislaine Maxwell said they got him on videotape. Jeffrey Epstein does. Yeah, how about that? Trump made the comments during an appearance with the first host and former Fox News powerhouse Bill O'Reilly as part of their History Tour event series. 
Unbelievable. I don't want to hurt a family, I'll be honest, Trump said. The answer elicited boos from the audience, which took both Trump and O'Reilly by surprise. If it really took them by surprise, they got to be dumber than a box of rocks. The, both of them. Because, I mean, my gosh, everybody knows what an unbelievable sick pervert Hunter Biden is. What an unbelievable sick pervert his father is sniffing young girls, used to shower with his daughter. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I'm going to go there. This guy is – okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else. Everybody already knows Joe Biden. Everybody knows Hunter Biden. A bunch of sickos. But remember, the Kabbalists believe that sex with children is okay. Hence, Ghislaine Maxwell's a Kabbalist. I'm sure Jeffrey Epstein, who I don't believe is dead for a second, still is a Kabbalist. And all of these people out there are practicing these ancient Canaanite religions that are running the planet. I already made that clear today with all of them going to their little meetings, including Angela Merkel, who was trained by Klaus Schwab. And not only is she a communist, but she's been trained by this clown now. And, you know, we got to realize something with this weather, too, that Austin talked about. You know, Geo Griffin years ago came out with a real reason for chemtrails or geoengineering. I know Dane Whittington, who's a friend of mine, doesn't like the term chemtrails but the problem with that is most people know them by that but it's really geoengineer or stratospheric geoengineering that's the correct term for it and people don't realize that it's being used to basically control food supply why do you think you know <laughs> they're buying up the farms all over the country so they can shut down production of food why do you think bill gates has bought you know hundreds of thousands of acres of farms why and he's just another front guy for these cabalist groups why are they doing this? Because they're, control, they're controlling the production of food. Because if the country gets hungry enough, the United States, it's going to take any government that's given to it that will feed it. I'm just being honest with you guys. Most people don't have enough food to last for 72 hours in their cupboards. And once they're hungry after about five days, what is it, cannibalism starts within 10 days? I mean, it gets sick really fast. And so – I urge you guys to get prepped up because these guys are continuing to contract the food, contract the food. In fact, I've got a friend of mine from Venezuela. He was in Venezuela when you couldn't buy food. And he bought 30 of our meat buckets from Health Masters, 30, 30 buckets for one family because he says, we're not running out of food again. Been there, done that, not happening again. And they're letting us follow the same protocol that Venezuela followed that so many other countries have followed that our CIA, which works for the Kabbalist networks, have brought into these countries. And that's why they're doing it to us right now is to cut the food out. Now, there's an article that Paul Craig Roberts wrote, and it's absolutely excellent. And I posted it on the website. And what it says is this. There comes a time when there is no alternative to fighting for your life and liberty. In the article, he reads that everybody gets Robert F. Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Here's the problem with Anthony, Anthony Fauci. For some reason... The Kabbalist, Luciferian, Baal-worshipping, Baphomet-worshipping, transgender-worshipping weirdos who run the planet have elected to put him as a front guy. I guess he's taken all the heat, and they're not going to take him out unless they decide to take him out. It doesn't matter what Kennedy writes in his book. It doesn't matter how many of us tell him that he needs to go. It won't make any difference. They're not going to take him out. Donald Trump could have taken him out. did not. Donald Trump, he got into constant arguments. Donald Trump did not take him out. But for some reason, he's kind of like the Teflon guy. But here's the problem with what he is and what he is. Fauci's one-man control through the NIH, the Gates Foundation, and the Wellcome Trust gives him control over 50%, 57% of worldwide medical research, thus solidifying his personal control over the COVID narrative. 
Yeah. Fauci and his acolytes at the NIH receive six-figure annual royalty payments on products that they help develop and usher through the FDA-approved process, including the COVID vaccine. And this is on top of Fauci's taxpayer-funded salary, the highest in the U.S. federal government, close to half a million dollars a year. He, the CDC itself, allegedly a taxpayer-funded regulatory agency, owns and profits from 57 vaccine patents and spends 41% of his annual $12 billion budget buying and distributing vaccines. Whoopee! NIH owns hundreds of vaccine patents and profits from the sale of products it regulates. Try to comprehend the conflict of interest. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration receives 45% of its budget from Big Pharma. Little wonder the Fauci engineered the creation of COVID with research grants, with gain-of-function grants, and how the virus somehow was released, I will say, on purpose, in the interest of big pharma vaccine profits, the conservative protect the conservatives protect Fauci by blaming China, the country where Fauci shifted the research funding the university from the University of North Carolina. Kennedy, one of the last true Americans, shows that the COVID pandemic is an orchestrated coup against public health and Western democracy and accountable government. Kennedy also exposes the cover-up roles played by the prostitute media, CNN. MSNBC, NPR, New York Times, I will add Fox, ABC, and CBS, along with tech robber patrons in the military and intelligence organizations and controlling the narrative. The disturbing story that unfolds here has never been told, and as it is in this book. It is our task to help our insouciant friends, I mean people that are flippant, who don't care, and relatives to wake up. And Robert's Kennedy book doesn't make them wake up. Nothing will. Now, he goes on to say that Robert F. Kennedy and Julian Assange, and I agree, are two of the greatest persons of our time. The totally corrupted, utterly evil American establishment tends to destroy both of them and support them. You know, Julian Assange now basically has had a stroke. We mentioned that the other day. And Trump could have pardoned him, too, and he did not. Why? I have no idea. Because he was told not to, I guess. Because it was Julian Assange, because he released the Podesta emails that got Hillary Clinton defeated in the 2016 election. When he released the fact that she was talking about sacrificing chickens to Moloch, to, yeah, the god, the ancient Canaanite god Moloch. I mean, if that doesn't wake everybody up, I don't know how to do that. In addition to that, Podesta was doing and going to, and these other people were going to soul cooking parties in which they were drinking human fluids into all kinds of weird things and having human beings baked as cakes. Looked very, very real and eating them. I, I can't even talk about this stuff, guys. It's so sick. When Julian Assange released that, he showed the absolute satanic underbelly of the New World Order and got Hillary Clinton defeated because the algorithms they had set up weren't sufficient to be the landslide victory of Donald Trump. That's why this witch is what she is for real. She's a real witch, had such a hissy fit. She pitched such a, excuse my language, biatch witch fit that she ended up <laughs> getting so drunk the night of the election that she couldn't even address her constituents and followers and supporters in a, in a, in a concession speech. She just went berserk in the back room throwing stuff. <laughs> I, I would have loved to have been a fly. I would have loved to have gotten the videotape on that and put it on YouTube. I, of course, it had been taken out in like milliseconds, but I'd love to put it up so everybody could see who her pearl personality is. And finally, the other day, she, she got on TV out of the media and read her victory speech. I can't even believe this woman is this obsessive. You know, five years later, she's reading a victory speech. So now there's a high probability 
we're going to see another repeat of the 2016 election with Donald Trump, <laughs> the villain of the story, I guess, or Hillary Clinton, the villain of the story, I guess which side you come from, I guess, uh, going against each other to maintain this unbelievably sick narrative so nobody looks up in the skies and sees the chemtrails trying to poison the air so badly crops won't grow and destroy the entire orange crops in the south southern United States and Florida now, as far as I'm concerned, with the aluminum in the soils. And we got all of this stuff happening all around us with Fauci trying to push kill shots, but we're going to get ourselves another clown show. <laughs> and and if, if the clown show in D.C. isn't enough right now, you know, yesterday, Sharon and I were walking. We did went on, took our little three mile walk around the, you know, around the circle out here at the house. And many of you guys who are on the ST Brewer Instagram account, you see us sometimes. We'll post videos of that. And there's a big banner in one of the yards hung on the fence right out front. It said, Joe and the hoe have to go. <laughs> and I think to myself, wow, you know, people are finally starting to wake up. Now, it doesn't say anything about Trump on there at all. It's not promoting Trump. It's just Joe and the hoe have got to go. And, and they do. They really, really need to go. Guys, I love you. It's been an interesting show today. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely wonderful. I had the opportunity to pray for you again this morning, and you guys mean the world to me. You really do. I We got to pray for a whole bunch of people, including Stan and Roxanne out of Clearwater and, you know, and Gene. And, I mean, just the list, the list goes on and on and on of people we prayed for this morning. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for promoting the show to your friends. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And again, you know, as we continue to see more and more of this stuff unfold and more people really start to wake up, it's important that we encourage one another in this group and in this group of patriots and like-minded Americans together. I told that dad yesterday we were going somewhere, and I said one thing about this that I have seen one, I guess, silver lining, not trying to find a positive and everything, one silver lining, actually a few different silver linings we've seen in this absolutely asinine COVID pandemic. As I said, A, parents have started to wake up on what their children are being exposed to in school because, to be honest with you, before this, nobody really paid much attention. The mask got a lot of parents' attention because they overplayed their hand with that in the school system. I said, secondly, a lot of people are waking up to the dangers of not just this COVID injection, but all injections that are used with aluminum dioxide and, you know, mercury and aborted fetal tissue and polyasorbate 80 and MSG and a host of other nasty topics. And they're starting to realize that they're questioning the narrative. And I said another thing, too, that's been positive is the patriot community has really started to communicate and come together. Because remember, I told you this, once the election was stolen, and they gave it to bumbling buffoon. I said, one thing about this is, and I hope this happens, and it has. I said, I hope the American populace realizes now that nobody's coming to save us. Trump's not the savior. Trump's not fixing anything. Would I much rather have Trump in office right now than listen to the bumbling buffoon? Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm not even going to argue with you on that. That's just, I mean, it, it's, it's embarrassing. It hurts to listen to Biden say anything. It physically hurts me. It makes me nauseous listening to him. He's such a moron. And it makes me embarrassed of this country. Now, did Trump say a lot of stupid stuff as well? Yeah. But at least he actually had a little bit of intellectual ability to make comments and statements off the cuff. And he was kind of funny sometimes. He was like a big comedian half the time up there. Biden can't even say anything unless it's on a teleprompter. And half the time he says after what it says, end quote. <laughs> like, what? 
Are you kidding me? Bro, come on. But again, it's so important as we're all seeing this happen that we continually come together and support one another. I don't know what the whole game plan is with this Omicron variant. I've told you guys my theories on a lot of stuff. I don't know if this is an actual another weaponized biolab made variant or if this is just another spoof to try to spook everybody. I know most of the stuff that I've been reading is that a lot of the doctors are saying people that have allegedly caught this variant are having like mild symptoms and recover almost immediately. One thing I do know though is I saw an article from Dr. Robert Malone and he said that the Omicron variant is essentially appearing like it's some type of man-made bioweapon again that's unique from the naturally occurring variants. According to Dr. Malone, the Omicron is in its own separate evolutionary branch is what he said. Every other COVID variant falls in line with the spectrum seen in a graph while Omicron suddenly appears outside the suggested scope. He said with Omicron, your closest sequences are back from mid-2020, well over a year ago. This is very, very rare. Uh, computational virologist Trevor Bedford told NPR. The Omicron evolved from a strain that's been circulating since mid-2020. There's been no trace of the strain morphing into its current form. Suddenly, it made an appearance inconsistent with any other variant and contains the largest number of mutations. It is so different that any other strains are basically not even being tracked compared to where this one went. This is the COVID rates, especially with a small number of COVID vaccinations distributed to the African nations. The next thing you know, we suddenly had this huge kerfuffle about this new virus strain, and the press were announcing it was coming out of South Africa, Dr. Malone explained. Well, the solution was pretty much to blanket America with COVID shots, and another potential reason this narrative may be happening is to cover up that it's another lab-made virus, and it's another experiment to see what's going on out there. That's what Dr. Malone's saying. It's very strange enough that you saw Bill Gates, what, a month ago, he did that interview with Bloomberg's John Mickenwaite on November 18, and he essentially said that they need to generate more COVID vaccines for the sub-Saharan African countries. He said, and I quote, sub-Saharan African countries where the, where the epidemic has not been as visible, demand for the vaccine is challenging to generate, but we'll do the best we can on that. Five days later, a mysterious new variant appeared in sub-Saharan Africa. Guys, you can't make this up. I mean, Bill Gates isn't a doctor. He's a nerd. I mean, he's a computer geek. And for some odd reason, he just has so much clout with whatever perverted behavior he's been involved in. He's been given this massive platform to get on national television and talk about all this different vaccine, you know, basically technology they're coming up with. The dude's not even a scientist or a doctor. I have no idea why he gets national platforms to push vaccines. Well, actually, I do, because he's one of the banker Dubois. He's gotten the green light for them to do exactly what he does, and that's push the narrative, get on television, push fear porn. And essentially, if you've noticed, with a lot of stuff he does, he does a lot of predictive programming from a psychological standpoint, just like I talked to you about. He gets on TV and talks about how the sub-Saharan African areas need there needs to be more generation or there needs to be more challenges to generate vaccines for them. Five days later, there's this Omicron, you know, transformer variant now. Come on, guys! And then they're showing now this thing's completely mutated a different direction, unlike anything in nature. Now, does that mean it's going to be super aggressive? Oh no! But again. What I continue to tell people is I do know one thing, and even the Florida Surgeon General said it. It's very important you maintain your health, you maintain your immune system, you exercise, you get fresh air, you get sun whenever you can, and you take your proper supplements like your D3 and your zinc and your vitamin C and continue to stay strong mentally and 
physically. This is very important right now because a lot of people, and I, and I get this, a lot of people are having problems coping with a lot of stuff that's going on right now. There's just a lot of stress and things that are happening. I fully respect that. There's a lot of people that are just, I mean, it's, it's rough right now with certain things and the stress with the jobs and the shots and the getting fired. I get it. This is done intentionally. You have to understand that. Their goal is stress and chaos and get as much confusion as possible. That's why it's important. You keep your eye on the truth. You understand what they're doing. You address it. You do what you have to do, whether it's a medical exemption or religious exemption or following a lawsuit or putting stuff in court. Whatever you have to do, you have to push back because if you do nothing, you automatically lose. That's just a fact. You have to push back and you have to put up a fight because there are way more of us than them, and that also is a fact. So, again, thank you, my friends, for the support. Thank you for standing firm. Thank you for holding your convictions. We are all going to continue to push through this, and one thing will be known is whatever is written in the true aspects of history, we will not have gone down without a fight in this country, and we will have continued to stand up for our convictions. No matter what they try to do, we will hold our head up high because at the end of the day, if you did the best you can and you pushed as hard as you can, you fought as best you could, you know at the end of the day that's the best you can do. And that's the only thing that we're required to do is the best we can. So, again, thank you for the support. Anything you guys need, healthmasters.com. Give us a call. Website, healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. Magnesium brain food on sale for the last couple days. Be sure to check it out in the product of the week, the B Complex. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>